All right, we're on. Um, welcome to episode four of our Warm Hope podcast um, entitled Racism. Today we're going to be talking about everything that's been going around in the world in the past week and a half. And if you don't know, then uh, I guess you're living under a rock. But uh, we have our, our other host uh, with us, uh, Pastor Jeff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm, I am happy to be here. Happy to be here. It's always a pleasure, man. It's always a pleasure. But um, uh, Brad, before we get started, let's start with a word of prayer. Uh, Father, I want to thank you for this day. I want to thank you for the moment. I want to thank you for the opportunity. And right now, as we are going to talk about a very tough discussion, Lord, very tough topic. Um, we ask you the spirit to be here with us all. Be with us, guide us, bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So racism. Whew. This past week has been something else. <laughs> Man, it's this. Seeing, seeing the fact that a man gets gets not it's not even murdered, but but a lot of people call it lynching because they're doing it in public. A public lynching of a man. You put your neck, um, your knee in a man's neck for forging a check? That's all he did, is forge a check. So you're telling me that all of those white kids that go into school shootings every year and that goes out and kills how many? And the fact that one, one guy for a check, and you kill him like that? I don't know, man. But this has been. I believe that rate that racism has always been a thing. You know, oh, yeah. even even before George George Floyd, but like but like the difference between George Floyd and others is that it's being videotaped. You know, and um, I believe that if you know one of the reasons why they 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 arrested those four guys is is because it was videotape. You know, they can't have any excuse on on why not to arrest them when it's on videotape. And it's like the it's like the police officer didn't really even care because he stared into the camera. He stared into the camera and looked at the woman who was who was who was taking the um, video, you know. Because reason why he didn't care is because he was a because because he was a police officer, you know. And and number two because he was white, so then he believes that like that like be um, because of the color of his skin that he has rights that 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 other people don't have. You know, and and this is America. You know, um, um, for example, um, George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin. You know, Trayvon Martin didn't did not do anything. You know, but I believe that one of the reasons why he didn't get arrested is because they got no proof. You know, and and yeah, you know. 
I believe that racism was always a thing, but the difference between the other times and this time is that there's proof. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, what what is surprising to me is how other people think that we weren't going to react in the way that America has ever since this happened. Because for too long, it's been happening and we've been sitting in the sidelines. For too long, we've tried it the peaceful way and killed the main man that did it the peaceful way. This dude gets a Nobel Peace Prize for doing things peacefully, and four years later, some white man in Tennessee shoots him at his hotel room. The guy that wanted violence back in the 60s, they killed him also. So y'all expected these people to just sing kumbaya and, 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 and just to think about this as uh, just another thing? Like, no. Like, honestly, I'm not going to condone violence. I'm not going to say to go out there and to go and riot the breaking of buildings. But y'all should expect this from Black America. Y'all should expect this at this point because every year another thing like this happens. Y'all, they, as some people, they don't express us as human beings who are lesser than to them. And y'all expect us to just smile and just walk away with No. You know, so, um, yeah. Um, you know, personally, personally, I I believe in protests, but I don't believe in the in the way a lot of people are protesting. Okay, so like I believe personally that like that like if you if you burn down buildings and like and like police officers um place, you know most of the time you might not get an result of it. You know, but but we but like we should have already seen this seen this happening but but i believe that like we shouldn't use this situation to seem like the victim you know and like make it and then and then make it seem okay to to like burn down buildings and like they burned down target you know i don't know i don't know what target did to anybody but they burn down Target, you know, and then they also stole a lot of things from Target. So, so I believe that like we shouldn't, you know, use, um, you know, protests to like say that it's okay to steal stuff because because the Bible is still true. You should not steal, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, so I personally believe that yes, protest, but don't, but don't use the protest, you know, to, to commit sin, you know, because, um, because the Bible does say, you know, don't sin out of anger. Mm-hmm. So I believe that, that I do believe and protesting, but but I don't fully agree with how they're protesting, personally. Yeah, um, 
I've seen, I've seen the two differences between peaceful and and non-peaceful. Um, you see, um, you see people in some areas. Um, um, well, like yesterday on Instagram, I seen a video uh, of of an entire group of people in Milwaukee singing, um, singing, um, singing that song, "A Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness." My God, that is who you are, and and just saying people using that initiative is um using um using um using praise and worship in that way uh, uh to spread love and hope during that um that that kind of protesting i would definitely agree on it but the fact that that there are people taking advantage of this opportunity and they're out here going out and looting and, and rioting and stealing burning down buildings well but like well like here's the thing this is your own city you're burning it's your city you're burning the people that watch it on the news we don't live here so it, so it don't matter to us but you live in that city you're gonna see the damage you're gonna see all of the pollution and stuff so, so i mean i don't agree on you know um I was um I was thinking about that and then like something came to my mind you know it was like um let's say you know w one night a burglar comes comes into your house right and you call the police the police says we can't come and help because we don't have any cars and then and then now you, the same person who burned down the police cars in the first place, you're gonna blame the police for not coming to your rescue when you're the one who messed up in the first place. So, so I believe that 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 some like you know some police they can care less, you know. Cause like now you like cutting, cutting the job short for them, you mm -hmm. know. But now they can have a vacation at home because there's no cars to drive around, and and then now the city is in danger. Why? Because the economy is low. So without the economy, how are they gonna um build? the build new buildings and get and get new cars um exactly. um now in the part of the police briefings um and 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 their precincts and them getting burned i honestly never thought about it that way at first um but honestly when i first saw the video last week and seeing them burning it down I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I would like, hey, burn it down, burn it, burn it, crisp, burn it all the way down. You know what? Well, I'm just too much. But, but after a while, when you when you get the think and you get to reflect on everybody's situation, not just the black people's situation, but the police situation, because at the end of the day, they have families too. At the end of the day, they still have to provide for them. So. So at the same time, you have to balance 
how you think about things of this nature. You know, and I um and I and I also commend, you know, various pastors who are promoting peaceful protests, such as um Dr. Dr. Bird. Um I know Pastor um Marcus Ervo also who was doing you know, a, a peaceful protest I um I had saw on Instagram. Also Pastor George, Pastor George, I believe, Pastor George Fleming from West Park. You know, they are they are promoting peaceful protests. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know. Sometimes I don't believe in all these violent um stuff. You gotta burn down stuff. You gotta do this. You gotta do that to get what you want. You know, and like especially during a time like this, you know, for me, the 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 best way is to stay on your knees, um, constantly pray. Because because the God that I serve is a is a God of justice. You know, God will give justice to His people if we keep on praying and and seeing at His feet. You know, prayer and and peaceful protest. I believe is is what we need to get justice. Now here's the thing about prayer. The thing that some people don't get. Is, is basically when, when they want to pray for something like this, they either pray for the person to get the harshest punishment or, or, or for that justice to be served as soon as possible. But here's the thing. God's time isn't the same as our time. God, okay, there is a quote that says, God won't come when you want him to, but he'll be there right on time. He'll always be right on time when the time needs it. So there will be a day when justice will be served for these people. But right now, to God, it might not be that. And also, don't pray for harm upon Amen. people. Because, listen, God is a God of love, not hate. All right? God loves people. God, God, honestly, right now probably wants all of us to get along. He probably wants Black America and White America to get along hand in hand because at the end of the day, we live in the same country. We're made the same way. We're all God's people. The last time that I checked, we all pump the same blood. We all have hearts that function the same way. So we're all the same country. And God wants us right now more than ever to get along. You know, um, God, um, God, God says it in His Word to pray for our enemies. You know, sometimes as Christians, we um, we want to pray for the evil. You know, but like, but like sometimes I believe that we should pray for them. You know, um, I um, I was um, watching this video of this um black um i think i think it was a black group of people was it was praying for a white group of people and the white group of people was praying for the black group of people you know i believe that i believe that is what god god wants us to do you know god doesn't want us to to go and burn buildings down and and then and then use the pretext that 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 they are trying to find justice for George Floyd. 
you know i don't i don't fully agree with that because because i believe that god calls us to pray and whatever god's will is i believe that it will be accomplished yeah definitely um but uh here's um my view on the whole violence thing um i don't condone it either nobody here i want to condones it at all but uh but at the same time i don't blame them for what they're doing but they shouldn't do it yeah but i don't blame them for doing it because they've been because they've been sitting in the sidelines for too long and and honestly, last night I preached a message talking about the world is a, a is a dry bones and that people need to step up. If if you're not going to do anything, at least try to step up. At least try to at least try to give awareness. If you can't protest, donate. If you can't donate, sign a petition. If you have a platform such as this, speak on it. Let the world know what your opinion is, even though so many other people might be talking about the same thing. Probably last week, probably this week and next week, probably going to be talking about the same thing again. But at the same time, you still need to find some way awareness. Because at the end of the day, God's people can't just sit around and do nothing. This is the time where God's people need to go out and show the world that there's still hope. Show the world that there's still hope for a better tomorrow. Definitely, you know. Um, you know, I believe that especially during these times with the um, coronavirus and then this racism thing, you know, the church should not be silent. You know, I believe that everything happens for a reason, you know. And I personally believe that God allowed these two things to happen so then the church can step up. You know, a lot of times the church thinks that that the church just stays in the building, in the four walls of the building, having position, power, preaching powerful sermons every Saturday, and just do and just do anything you know and, and like just do nothing about what's going on around the church. You know, this this world the world needs Jesus more than ever. And I believe that it's time for us to step up. It's time for the pastors to step up. It's time for the conference officials to step up. You know, you know, just don't you know, just don't just don't have black history in February every year to have beautiful programs, but we needed to we need to use what we preach every February outside of the four walls of the building. You know, you know, you no know, church people should be at every peaceful protest that there is. You know, instead of just instead of just talking about it. You know, a lot of us love to talk, but 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 we don't like to use action. You know. And I believe that it's time for the church today, the remnant church of today, you know, to step up and and do the work of God. Yeah, I mean, right now, the world, the entire world, needs the church more than ever. I mean, honestly, 
I've seen all of these other denominations. No, actually, not even other denominations. Non-denominational churches going out there, spreading the gospel, doing our thing, but where's the Seventh-day Adventist church at? Aren't we supposed to be are we supposed to be preaching the Advent message? Aren't we the ones that are waiting for Jesus Christ to return? Aren't the things outside in the world showing us that he's not too far from coming? Shouldn't we be the ones up front while we like having these peaceful protests? I mean, I'm besides uh, I'm besides uh, Dr. Bird and, and, and the other two pastors that we see on social media that, that have either spoken about or that has went out and, and, and took a stand on it. But the Seventh-day Adventist Church, this church, the, the, the church that's supposed to prepare people for Jesus' coming, we should be the forefront up there. But we're doing the least amount of work. How did that make sense? You know, you know, um, one problem that a lot of churches, you know, okay, let's say a lot of Seventh Avenue churches have, is that they don't believe in social justice. You know, a lot of churches believe that we shouldn't be involved in, you know, in politics and 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 stuff like that. You know, but um, but I would like to read a verse. You know, that says otherwise. Proverbs chapter 31, verses uh, 8 through 9. It says, Open your mouth for the speechless and the cause of all who are appointed to die. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and the needy. You know, God is calling us to speak up for those who can't speak up for themselves. You know? And and I believe that I believe that I believe that this is a perfect time for for the church today to stand up and say right is right and wrong is wrong. And I believe that you know the church today needs to to know that 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 God allows us to be part of social justice to stand up for the right. And say wrong is wrong. Exactly. And uh, and honestly, right now, a lot of people outside in the world are thinking that they're doing the right thing with this whole violence and fighting, and thinking that is a form of justice. Mm. But here's the thing: you have to keep it a spade. You have to keep it a buck. You have to keep it one hundred percent. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. Because here's the thing. Well, like that police officer, I get it. Forging a check is wrong. Right? Because, because that's a form of fraud. But killing a man isn't right. Not at all. It's not right at all. It don't matter what he does. And you shouldn't. I've done that. So, so. You know, because um, you know, we had to remember that that this man has a wife. This man has children to to go back to. You know, and like sometimes 
you know, we have to remember that 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 people still people has a family, you know. Not only black men, but like but like black women also. You know, and um one thing that I'm seeing on the internet talking about all lives matter. Now 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 yes all lives matter but in this case it's black lives matter let let me um let me explain it this way you know on facebook i i had saw this analogy you know and luke um and luke chapter 15 right um the bible talks about you know three parables that jesus was um that 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 jesus was was talking to the tax collectors you know the first parable talks about the lost coin right and then and then the last parable was talk about the um lost son but i believe i believe the second parable i believe right you know um the the bible was talking about about i believe 99 sheep right Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and Jesus went, Jesus left the 99 and he would go look for the one, right? So in this case, you know, the one is, the one is black, is black people, you know, justice for black people. Yes, everybody, everybody matters. That's, that's definitely true. And I, and, and I, and I agree with that hundred percent, but in this case, you know, it's black lives who are in danger of just a lot, you know? Because um because the crazy thing about it is that people are using their their privilege to you know to to destroy somebody else, you know? But um and and I believe that that statement goes for not um not only police um, brutality. But also for the church, but but we're not going to that though. But, yeah, we're not yeah, going that to that. That's that subject. I feel that. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, exactly. It says in uh, it says in Luke fifteen, uh, chapter. Um, I'm gonna go to verse six. And it says, and when he comes home. He called us together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which is lost. And honestly, with that analogy about, about all life matters, it's true that all life matters, but who's at risk? It's not white people. Definitely not them. It's not Hispanics. Not really. Unless you're talking about immigration. It's not Asians either. But it's blacks, blacks. That's the one percent. That's the smallest percent. They're the ones that are getting uh, over stereotypes and racism and, and police brutality and injustice. All of them is blacks. But right now, until black lives matter, no lives matter. It, no, nah, bro. No, bro. I, I, I'm being so serious because here's the thing. In the verse, 
he doesn't talk about the 99 sheep. He talked about the one that was lost and that he found. So here's the thing. When black lives start mattering, we'll all be rejoicing. When black lives start mattering, there will be more peace. When black lives start mattering, the world will be a little bit of a better place. Amen. But as of right now, until Black Lives Matter, no lives matter. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. You know, so so I believe that that as Christians, you know, we need to wake up. You know, because because with all these things happening, Jesus is coming back very soon. Prophecy. No, prophecy is like unveiling right before us. And it's like Christians are still asleep. <laughs> Revelation chapter 13 is like unveiling right before our eyes. You know, if you um if you seen on the um picture of Donald Trump holding um the Bible, that's now 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 that's part of prophecy. You know, and I believe that as Christians, we need to open our eyes. Jesus is coming very soon. You know, it's time for us to start praying more. Um, you know, staying on our knees, get closer to God, because there will be a point in time very soon that 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 I will not have this Bible anymore. No. I will not have lesson books anymore. You know. I won't have a pastor to 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 preach um to people or I won't preach in, in front of my um members anymore. You know? So so I believe that it's time for us as Christians and as the remnant um church of Christ to 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 wake up, you know? Cuz like I believe I believe that if a person were to hey that we're that we're not living in the last days. I don't know what what I would say to them, you know, because because prophecy is like unveiling before us. Matthew Matthew twenty four, that now that's unveiling, you know. If you um if you see, let's see, Matthew twenty four. Verses, verses 15, 15, 15 through all the way to verse 28, you know, I believe that, I believe that there, that, that there's a lot of things from this. Okay, Matthew 24, verses 4, 4 through 26. I believe that, I believe a lot of, a lot of this is like unveiling before us, you know. There is um, um um there is a lot of false false prophets um coming, you know I see you know you know I see countless videos of like of like people who claim to to like to like see Christ in person They're, um you know there are people who are saying all sorts of things and like if you don't wake up to see what's what is going on, you know. I don't know. Man, uh, okay, so 
All right. So for okay, for, for the people that are going to be watching this and that don't know what what is uh, Revelation 13 talks about, let me point to you the three main characters. Um, the dragon, as you should know, is the devil, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 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 the first beast that comes out of the sea is um, um, most people classify it as, as the papacy in Rome, as the Pope in Rome. And the beast that comes out, out of the land is for most of you the country that you live in, the United States of America. And and also if you haven't seen in the news this Monday, after after our president, President Donald Trump said basically, in short, if you loot, we shoot. And basically he wants to basically he wants to put out the actual military, not the National Guard, but the actual military in, in people's streets. And uh, afterwards, um, he he um, he poured a he, he told the police people to put tear gas on the on, um, on the peaceful protesters on Monday. And then afterwards, after he did all of that and said that he was going to shoot people and stuff like that and command them, this man has the audacity to walk across the street through a park to a Catholic church, grab a Bible. Red man grabbed the Bible. Red man grabbed the Bible. And the dude was like holding it up like this. And, and had a picture like this. If that's not if that's not the most highest prophecy I've seen in my lifetime, I don't know what it is. But in short, if you don't know what Revelation 13 and what Pastor Devil just talking about, the dragon and Satan. The first beast is the papers in Rome, and the second beast is the United States of America. Just to clarify. You know, um, prophecy is right unveiling before us. And, like, I believe that we need to wake up. You know, um, you know, I also believe that, I also believe that all this violence thing is, like, kind of prophecy, too. You know, the Bible says it would be man versus man. It would be nation versus nation. You know, so, you know, I believe that we should wake up. We, we should um, just just get and, and like, let's get closer to God each and every day. And I believe that when we get closer to God, God will get closer to us. And then when Jesus will come, you know, we will see him in the clouds of glory. But until until that time, you know, I believe that Christians should stand up for what is right. But I believe that Christians, you know, Christians and people should stand up the right way. Yeah. All right. Um, so basically, we have less than five minutes until this meeting is over. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think that we've said everything. So after this, we'll be. We'll resume with the same. With the same. Uh, with the same idea. Topic. But basically, we have like three minutes before this expires because forty minutes, and I don't have money. Um. 
But basically, uh, we're not going to go into too much detail about the prophecy of Revelation 13, because that's a whole other topic. We can um we can talk about Revelation 13 next week for our podcast. There you go. <laughs> there we go. I guess we're gonna talk about prophecy because we're living in it. But um but basically um that's where this meeting ends and we and, and we start enough to close out and finish. Um I wanted to talk about what you said about Matthew 24. Because, because in the beginning part of verse 6, it says, and he shall hear wars and rumors of wars. See that he be not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. And and here's the thing, if you um if we remember what happened in January, we almost we almost had World War III with Iran. That's how the year started. We all thought that 2020 was going to be. Oh my God! Wow, 2020 sounds like the best year. Um, it, it, it sounds like a dope name of the year. 2020. Why? Because 2019 is such in the past. It's a new decade. It's a new beginning. And what do we start out bang? Rumors of war. Rumors of war. And the Bible tells you that it's not the end. But that doesn't tell you that the end is close. That we're not nearer to it. So I'm telling you this right now. If there is a better time, if there is a better time for you to for you to try to accept Christ for you to where I, before you engage yourself in prayer and to try to begin that walk of faith the right way, it's now. Because right now at this point, it's now or never. Honestly, now or never. Yes, I definitely do agree. But um, but I believe the um, the Zoom is gonna end right now, though, right? Uh we got less than a minute. So I mean, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, but if you have more things, um, I'm gonna end it, and and then we'll just come back, like in, in a few. Minutes. I mean, um, I think we, um, I think we said about everything, right? I believe. Oh, okay. I, think, uh, I, I, I mean, I thought that you had more on the topic. Right? No, I don't think so. No. No, not really. Uh. All right. Um, I'm gonna end this, and and then afterwards we'll come back to close it out. Okay. All right. All right. So let me close this.